Hi, this is Stuart Weems and welcome to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy to understand strategies, insights and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, I'd like to talk to you about the tax planning ideas that we often talk to our clients about uh, in order to help them minimise their taxation liabilities uh, this financial year. And obviously, uh, leading up to 30 June, it's pretty good timing to have this conversation. Uh, now, of course, uh, any information that I provide in this podcast is naturally general in nature. I don't know your circumstances and everyone's situation is different. So please, before acting on any information in this uh, podcast, please check with a appropriately licensed and experienced professional before you go away and implement any ideas. Uh, in any case, uh, I'm just going to roll through a few different um, uh, situations and ideas and tactics uh, that you could consider uh, implementing before 30 June uh, in order to reduce your taxes. Uh, so the first one is work from home tax deductions. Uh, I did a podcast on this when the coronavirus hit, uh, which you can obviously uh, listen to. Since doing that podcast, in fact, ironically, uh, a week after um, releasing that podcast, the ATO came out with a shortcut method uh, to calculate uh, such deductions. And essentially, anyone working from home between 1 March and 30 June 2020 uh, is able to claim a deduction equal to 80 cents per hour, per hour they've worked from home during that period. Uh, if you have uh, more than one person in the same household working from home, uh, so uh, uh, husband and wife, for example, uh, each person can claim the 80 cents uh, each per person and put that into their tax return. Uh, you're, if you use this shortcut method, you can't make any other claims, so internet or phone usage, these sorts of things. It's a sort of catch-all uh, tax deduction, if you like. Uh, if you don't want to use the shortcut method, there's a couple of other methods in which you can calculate, you know, home office uh, expenses, uh, which I covered in uh, much larger detail in that uh, previous podcast. And there's a link to that blog uh, in the show notes and uh, also on the website. Uh, so let's talk about personal super contributions because that's really a very, very common way uh, in order to reduce your taxes. So let me run through a few of the rules at a high level first, and then I will turn my attention to whether you should actually be making such contributions. Uh, so really anyone that's older than, uh, sorry, that's younger than 65 uh, is able to make a personal superannuation contribution up to $25,000 a year uh, into their superannuation fund and claim a personal tax deduction for that expense. Um, this $25,000 cap is called the concessional contribution cap uh, and includes any contributions uh, that em an employer makes on your behalf. Uh, and so that includes the, the mandated or mandatory 9.5% uh, contributions if you're a PIYG employee. Uh, that's counted towards that $25,000 cap. Uh, these contributions are called superannuation guarantee charge. Uh, if you earn uh, $250,000 or less, those contributions uh, received by the super fund will be taxed at a flat rate of 15%. So therefore, by putting additional monies in super, 
instead of being taxed at say 47% if you're on the highest marginal tax rate, uh, you're taxed at 15%, so you're saving 35% uh, in terms of tax amount on the, the amount that you're contributing to super. So it's a good tax saving measure, but also it's a wise thing to do to boost your superannuation savings. However, if your income is more than $250,000, uh, then the contributions are taxed at 30%. So you'll still get a saving. You know, that saving uh, in that situation uh, is uh, 15, uh, sorry, 17%. Uh, so it's still um, not as good as 35%, uh, but still a saving, um, albeit at a lesser amount. Generally speaking, if you expect your taxable income this year to be materially higher than $90,000 and you have uh, sufficient savings, so you have a, uh, a, a large enough cash flow buffer you know, to fund 6 to 12 months of living expenses, uh, you don't have um, significant debt exposure, uh, then arguably uh, you're in a good position or, or would um, benefit from making additional super contributions and potentially um, taking your contributions up to uh, $25,000. If you earn less than uh, $90,000, then as a tax saving measure, I'm not suggesting it's not a good idea, but as a, as a way of saving tax, uh, probably not going to save you very much tax at all uh, and questionable whether you want to actually do that. So that's super contribution. So let's talk about some scenarios then um, and what you can potentially do. Firstly, what could you do with super contributions if you expect your income this year to be higher than next year? But also, what can you do with super contributions if you expect next year's income to be higher than this year? Okay, so if your income is higher this year compared to next year, either because maybe uh, you've received a bonus this year or you've crystallised a capital gain um, or, in fact, you've changed roles and your income will be lower next year, um, then potentially one of the things that you could take advantage of is the carried forward rule. So essentially, um, the, the laws changed a few years ago, which allowed you to use unutilised caps, uh, superannuation contribution caps, uh, from prior years. Now, this rule commenced on 1 July 2018, so the beginning of the previous financial year. That means that if you didn't contribute your, your full $25,000 cap last financial year, so that's the financial year ending 30 June 2019, uh, then you can utilise some of that cap or all of that cap in this year. So let me give you an, a, a quick example Let's say in 2018-19, so last financial year, you contributed $10,000 in super. So you had $15,000 of unutilised cap. Uh, and this year, you haven't contributed anything yet. Uh, by using the carry forward rule, you could um, potentially contribute the $25,000 that you're entitled to use this year, plus also the $15,000 that you didn't use last year equals $40,000 in total contributions. And you can claim a tax deduction for that $40,000 uh, in this financial year. Now, you can only do this if your super balance was uh, $500,000 or less as at the beginning of this financial year, so 1 July 2019. Um, the carried forward rules, as I said, are new. It's kind of the first year in which you can use them, and it's a good way of shifting tax deductions into different financial years if you're able to do so. 
Uh, if you have a self-managed super fund, uh, then potentially you can actually contribute next year's contributions as well. Uh, but you've got to be very careful about this. This strategy is called contribution reserving. Uh, and you need to speak to your advisor uh, to, and tax accountant to make sure that you're able to do this. But potentially if your taxable income is unusually high this year, uh, then potentially uh, bringing as many contrib- uh, super contributions into this year as possible uh, is a good way to reduce your taxes. Another strategy is to potentially uh, pay for interest in advance. Now, this is only applicable if you have investment loans. So, you know, if you've borrowed to invest in the share market or the property market, and essentially what it means is that you prepay 12 months worth of interest in June. Uh, and so essentially you're paying next year's interest in June and you claim a tax action uh, for that this year. Uh, given interest rates are at all-time lows, particularly fixed rates, uh, whether that's going to be advan- advantageous and whether and how much tax that's going to save you uh, will, will is something that you'd have to look at in your scenario. Uh, certainly when interest rates were much higher, it would save a considerable amount of tax and be well worthwhile. Uh, maybe that's uh, more marginal uh, now given where interest rates are. Okay, the second scenario is where you expect next year's income to be significantly higher than this year's. Uh, Again, maybe you've got a pay rise, uh, maybe you missed out on a bonus this year, uh, and so, or maybe you do expect to crystallise a capital gain next year. Uh, So if that's the case, what you could potentially do is using those uh, carry forward rules is not make any additional contributions this year and save them up so that you can utilise them next year. So you carry carry them forward and use them in the 2021 financial year. Uh, and again, sort of shifting tax deductions. So these carry forward rules um, really do give us a bit of latitude to uh, plan in regards to tax saving measures. Uh, leading on from um, super contributions, uh, there are some other strategies in which you can utilise uh, to reduce your taxes, but also potentially boost your spouse's super. There's two options here, government co-contributions and spousal contributions. Uh, So let me talk about them individually. Uh, Government co-contributions means that if your uh, income is less than uh, $38,500 and you contribute $1,000 into super as a non-concessional after-tax contribution, uh, the government will also top that up uh, and contribute $500. So it's not going to change your life, but it's a free $500 if you... Um, put $1,000 into super and your income is under $38,500. So that's government co-contributions. The second one is spousal contributions. So if you, if your spouse earns less than $37,000 and you contribute $3,000 into their super, uh, you get a, you will be entitled to a tax offset of $540. So that's an offset rather than a tax deduction which means that it will save you $540 worth of tax. Uh, so, it, it, again, it's kind of a free $540 and it might uh, boost your, self, your spouse's super as well. Um, some other ideas, or at least one other idea, is that um, if you've crystallised capital gains this year, uh, it might be wise to think about if there's any uh, dud investment assets that are currently in a capital loss position 
that you might want to sell before 30 June to minimise your capital gain. Um, uh, capital gains uh, are normally added to your taxable income in the year the CGT event occurred, uh, and capital losses can only be offset by capital gains. And if you don't have any capital gains in that year, you can carry forward or you may be able to carry forward those losses. So in years that you do incur a capital gain, uh, always good to, to see if there's a, a loss available to um, soak some of that up. Apart from that, there's not really a lot of other tax saving measures uh, available at, at this particular stage. Um, quite often you need to spend money in order to save tax, um, but, sa- but just chasing a tax deduction and spending money willy-nilly uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. Really, it's important to make sure you're spending on things that are ultimately going to build your wealth and help you achieve your lifestyle goals. Uh, and that's why super contributions are a really good thing because it does help you save tax. But if your super is invested wisely, and you know, maybe I should underline that if, uh, then it can be a really good thing from a long-term wealth accumulation perspective. Uh, look, if you're confident that you are taking advantage of all opportunities to reduce your tax and you're still unhappy, then maybe the best thing to do is spend most of your energy on uh, making sure your pre- and post-tax uh, dollars are invested as efficiently as possible rather than wasting too much energy trying to think up tax deductions or chase the last sort of $10. Uh, maybe your time and effort and attention are better spent um, really building wealth and, and making more money rather than trying to save tax because the reality is within the black letter of the law, there's really not a lot of scope other outside of the things that I've just spoken about uh, in order to help you do that. And perhaps if your um, uh, financial position is advancing at a, a greater rate than it currently is, maybe you'll feel less uh, anxious about paying so much tax each year. I don't know, just a thought. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's it for me this week. Uh, Until next week, bye for now.